Welcome everybody to another episode of Hands-On Safety. And today we're going to be talking about online dating and dating in general. And um, hopefully everybody's had some experience with this at some point. And uh, if you haven't, then it's uh, definitely something that um, is important to know about. Uh, so as always with me today is George. Hey, what's a poppin' everybody? <laughs> and Megan. Good day, everyone. So I think we've all had some experience with this among the three of us. I know, George, I don't know how much online dating you've done, but I know Megan and I have made a go of this a few times. Dabbled. I dabbled in the online. Yeah. Dabbled okay. It, yeah. So I know for me, it was um, it was very important for me to make sure that I wasn't giving out information or, you know, when I did go out with somebody for the first time to make sure that I protected like where I lived and, you know, maybe met them in a public place or didn't have them pick me up here or didn't have them bring me home. And um, to me, that was that was a very important thing, even though um, it seemed to annoy a few guys that I talked to that I was not giving out my real phone number or um, not allowing them to pick me up from my house. But those were important safety measures to me when I first started that process. Mm, I get that. Um, one, that's a red flag. If someone is kind of um, hesitant mm. or, or resistant to what makes you comfortable, that's always a red flag. I think in any relationship. <laughs> that was usually the last conversation yeah, we had. Yeah, you know? that's a red flag. Like, okay, and, you know, bye. You know, the, uh, the saying is you trust your, your instinct, go with your gut is very true. You want to teach women self-defense. One of the first things you tell people, uh, tell women in particularly is that you know, go with your first, go with your first instinct, trust your gut, don't second guess yourself. You know, it's, it's okay to be wrong. You can always apologize later. Right. You know, you're going to find out that maybe you're overreacting, but I'd rather you be more safety cautious than, you know, more willing, you know, just because you want to please somebody or want to be that, you know, be the nice, like the nice person. Right. You know, don't necessarily have to be nice, but feel, you know, definitely you get that feeling, go with it. Uh, and I said that to anyone, a little bit off the point, but the same thing about with your feelings. I was talking with a friend on the phone. She's in D.C. And I leave a friend of mine and she's walking her dog and talking to me on the phone. And a guy stops her and asks her a random question in the middle of the week. Hey, you know, I'm looking for a ch this church. Is it, oh, you know, the church is open. I'm thinking it's like Wednesday at like 435 o'clock. OK, mm -hmm. now that seemed kind of odd. But, yeah, it could be a church open. And then it's like something started to seem weird to me. So I told her, hey keep walking, keep walking. Right. And the conversation changed for like, well, you know, I haven't eaten in a while. You have any money? And then, you know, I'm like, walk away, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Even, even from a distance, just from hearing the conversation, I knew there was something that didn't seem right about the time. So she goes, yeah, I should have known better. Just walked away. Like you said, nothing happened, but you know, trusting your gut, you know, I'm, I'm hearing from, I'm hearing the conversation from a distance and she's involved in the actual activity. Mm -hmm. Merge your minds both while yeah. you're there. Um, so yeah, go with your gut. That's, you know, the main thing is trust yourself, you know, be true to yourself. Yeah. And there's a, kind of red flags, um, in any situation, if you, if you're paying attention and, um, you know, you, you feel like sometimes, oh, I'm overreacting and I just need to be a nice person and help this person out. But, um, definitely it's, it's worth paying attention to those things. Even if you come across as not so nice a person, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you feel uncomfortable, then you have to trust that. It's hard in the Y2K. I mean, <laughs> there's so much <laughs> stuff going on and, you know, in the two thousands, right. That it's like, it's hard to trust stuff. It's really, yeah. it's really hard to trust stuff, hard to start to trust people. And now people have more access to you because of social media uh, of any type. Um, they feel like they know you. You know, you see, right. I see memes like, you know, uh, the uh, social media has made people forget that they can get punched in the face for saying stupid stuff. You know, mm -hmm. um, people just totally don't think about that. Um, hey, Facebook, you should add that as a reaction. Yeah, yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I posted a meme punched on in the face. They punched in the face. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it comes to online dating, though, so even Facebook has their online dating. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, I had yeah. never looked into it, but I did see that. that I was play an with it. I don't. Now. I just. I just go in there. It's like me. It's like just. I just check boxes and I just don't follow up. I really don't. <laughs> right. I just don't want to follow. Like, oh, they liked me. That's cool. Uh, but you no, know, it's. I've done the online dating before. I've done a number of stuff uh, with the online dating. So you know, you have Tinder. As it, uh, you have 
e, uh, eHarmony, you have Match.com, you have Plenty of Fish, mm -hmm. uh, Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't play a Bumble. And there's a couple of others out there. Uh, so what I did was I went to some of the more reputable ones. Mm -hmm. And usually I'd say that because the paid ones are more serious. People don't spend yes. money unless they're serious about what they're doing. Right. So I actually went to uh, eHarmony site, see about tips, as well as Match.com. And so a few tips, uh, eHarmony had 10. And I had, uh, so I have them in the notes. So I'm going to go over briefly. Um, facts checked. There's one way, you know, there's so many ways you can fetch facts check. There's a uh, Spokio, there's a uh, truth finder. So things you can do, you have to pay for them to get information on an individual. If you have the first name, last name, where they're from, if you have mm -hmm. like a phone number, uh, you can. Also Google search is another good one. I uh, once saw uh, somebody, a couple of women that I were, was involved with and I used to have, I, used to, I got into, it, I was in California, just Googling people. People say, oh, I'm in the industry. Oh, really? Let me see. Right. Liar. You know, so it's like <laughs> the habit of just Googling people. So you go to Google and then go to images. Mm -hmm. so you put the person's name in there. So one person I knew, uh, I knew she had a DUI. Uh, and sure enough, her mugshot popped up. Wow. <laughs> and it, here in Georgia, you can get access to information that quick. Uh, mm -hmm. And I saw her, 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 um, her little rap sheet she had for DUI. Another girl that I, I'd gone out with uh, did the same thing. And she had a domestic situation. Like, I had to ask her about that one. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, there's another way you can go do it. So facts checking and then checking again, uh, yeah. checking their social media. So um, on the stuff that will provide, it will add you know, more detail. Just being smart. Uh, there's like, lots of fake, fake Facebook accounts out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, check out and see who, you know, they have a low friend count. Like you get someone that has like six friends and one person that you know. Yeah, probably not the person you want to deal with. You know, And, and the those. only picture, the only thing they've ever posted is their, their, uh, profile photo or their yeah. cover photo yeah. and they've just recently made an account or exactly things so to those look for. look for so especially if you're find someone online that you date or trying to have a relationship with online and they give you this email or tell your name you find that doesn't even match that's kind of a sign you'll probably something who's a, a foreign actor right. so you have you know verify you know verify further like i say you know it's another way of doing this keep go keep going looking for more information if you really feel that there's something kind of sketchy out there um, even if you don't feel that way it's always good to do your research. it's always good as a guy i do it so i mean i expect women to do the same thing um protect yourself protect your your privacy settings on your uh facebook i mean at one point i had my facebook locked down so tight i couldn't even find it if i were to search for me <laughs> right i mean I'm trying to show share my facebook somebody i couldn't even find myself like wow <laughs> got it locked down that tight um, so yeah, privacy, you know, your privacy set settings, especially if you're in a dating situation online. This is the one that was kind of weird. Um, I kind of agree with it, but I can see some people may not. It's a meet as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I like that because if you, one, the longer you stretch out an online relationship, uh, more false information, if there are, you know, bad actors in a sense, mm -hmm. uh, more, they can elaborate, I mean, a more elaborate story they can develop and you may fall into it. True. You know, say, hey, let's point. meet, yeah, yeah, let's meet like, next week point. or something like that. Okay, cool. Now, some right. people may see it as, well, you know, maybe they're a little overly aggressive or they're too needy. The way I look at it is I want to know if I'm wasting my time, mm -hmm. you know, so let's go out, see if we like each other. If not, then next, move on. Right. <laughs> you know, that's how I look at it. But I think the idea of just to, to um, you know, make sure that the person is not trying to string you on by going out sooner. Um if it sounds good, you know, it's too good to be true. Sure. Some information people will feed you. Um, another one, this is where it contradicts is go slow. And what they mean by go slow is the person starts saying, oh, I think I love you. We only chatted twice. <laughs> right. right. That was hello and what's your name? <laughs> yeah. Right? And you love me already. You love yeah. me a long time. No, we're not. <laughs> um you know asking for photos. Can I have a, can I see a photo of, you know, especially asking for a photo of you topless or something like that, you know. I might oblige them, but you know, not everybody would. So <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's stripper pro profile that's, again. That's your profile again. Yes. Exhibitionist <laughs> that I, I, I keep saying that I am, but I'm really not. Uh, I'm more conservative than that, but just like to joke around about it. Um, so I say, but you know, start asking for stuff like that. You know, uh, I got a crush on you. I love you. I don't know you. Okay. Right. Um, exactly. You know, don't be afraid to uh, to offend or make uncomfortable. And there's ways you can 
you know, talk to people, not make them feel bad, but let them know they, you, if you can't say, Hey, I right now I don't feel comfortable about the situation. I just like to take it a little bit easier, or, you know, kind of direct it in a way that makes you more comfortable. And they can't understand that red flag move out. And um, I, I found that, um, a lot of times when I was starting to get red flags is I would notice that when they would ask me all these questions, mm -hmm. but then whenever I asked them a question, it got ignored or, and you can, you can pass that off to an extent by saying, oh, they, they missed that text message or the conversation just went in a different direction. But when you start seeing it, every conversation where they're not giving you any information, but right. they're asking about all of yours. That's a big red flag. That's a big me. red flag. And I actually got to a point uh, when I first decided to start dating online where I was dealing with someone, and I mentioned this in the last show, who I started suspecting was a scam artist. And um, a friend of mine suggested take the information that they, you know they know about you, which was my name and my phone number mm -hmm. and just put that into Google and see what you get. And it was disturbing to see what I got when I put that in there because my, my address was like the third thing down and that was my current home address. And I mm. thought, wow, that, you know, because at this point I had been really vague about, well, I live on the, the Gulf coast. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't really, get any more detail than that. And I was like, well, here's what they do know about me. What can I find? And so researching yourself, seeing what your public profile is like, is just as important to know so that you can say what, what those people can get with even just the smallest amount of information. Very true. Uh, so when I was in the army, I uh, teach, I was operation security. Um, it's called OPSEC. So what that is, it's, you know, the controlling of information from your adversaries, more or less kind of we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So you let them know as much as you want them to know about you within a time, within, uh, within time, time hacks. So say, you know, um, you don't, you have a surprise party. You don't let every, you don't let the person know who the party's for, that you're having one, but I need you to be at this location at a certain time and let you, know, you protect that information as it goes. It's probably the best example of it. Mm -hmm. So you can do that same thing. So when I talk about safety and programs and stuff like that, I use that same as a five-step process that I, I use they use for OPSEC that I use as well for almost anything I do. And mm -hmm. so it's a very good way of thinking. That I would teach in my classes when I would teach the units. Uh, the fact is, Google yourself, research yourself. Uh, like I said, it's uh, Spokio. No, we're not getting paid to promote them. Or um, there was Intelli Intelligis, something. I think there was another one, uh, Intelligis, something like that. And I found out the, the younger you are, the less information is out there is about you. Sure. Uh, the older you are, there's a whole lot more information about you. <laughs> so I right. have, you know, for business purposes, you know, for my studio, I have Googled myself. I've done searches to see what's out there. So I want to make sure there's nothing bad out there either. You know, when people can talk about you, it may not be true. Right. You know, so there's just, a, it's a very good idea. You saying, Megan? I, I just looked up my name mm -hmm. and I found two articles about me. Oh, out yeah? there, girl. <laughs> Girl, you're just doing stuff, huh? You got articles about you and stuff. You know. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> watch out, Megan the Stallion. No, watch out for you. Uh, but yeah, when you do that, it surprises you what you find out about yourself. Mm -hmm. And you know, most information, at least here in the U.S., it's public knowledge. Right. So you can find addresses, and there's also ways that you can take it and, um, I say, suppress some of the information that doesn't pop up as easily. There's ways to do that. I do have information on that as well, uh, on different ways you could possibly do. Uh, to keep the information from getting, you know, too spread out. Uh, but yeah, that's really, that's one way they can do is is doing that. Um, but one thing, another thing, tip they said is tell your friends. And I, I think that goes with anything. If you're going out on a date, if you're meeting somebody, someone new, let people know the person. Let them know the name, you know, of the person. Show them a picture if you can. <laughs> and tell them where right. you're going to be at. You know, go to those extreme. It's okay. It's safety in numbers. Um, you know, when I work at the bar on the weekends. You usually one um, somebody that one of the other bars that I'm working with, or one of the girls that work next door to our other bar. We'll walk you know, each other to our vehicles. Right. Safety numbers. Uh, yeah. That's also pro providing that information to those who really do care about you. And I have one friend. She um, she has grown children. She, uh, they have an app where they share where they always know where the other one is. <laughs> right. I think there's a was it Life 360 
there's a couple of apps yeah. out there where family you can 360 or uh, family like 360 that. something right. like so that we where you can track your before right so your family members and and we've definitely talked about some of these apps um like circle of six and uh ways that you can have people Fine track you or you can have um things. have a way to quickly transmit to people hey i'm in trouble or let people know stuff quickly or even have them share your location with them and um we'll Please certainly... refer to episode one <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah. episode two but um ah, shoot. Well, it was two let's go back <laughs> it was two, but we to will... episode two <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely link back to that in the show notes and link back to some of the hey, episode information. one was important too it was very important Otherwise, how would people know who we are? There are all 123 that follow us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if you have friends out there, pass this on. Let them know. Right. right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, so some, other, some more of my research I did was um, Rain. Are you familiar with Rain? I am not. I was going to ask you about that earlier when you brought it up because I have yeah. not heard of that one. So I've heard about this uh, Rape, Abuse, and Incest uh, National Network. Um, so this is what they, what they deal with. And so they actually, um, I think they have a, a, someone, they do some work also with, I think, sex trafficking as well, but mostly mm -hmm. with sexual assaults and violence is their main thing. But a lot of times I think they rolled up into it. Um, so they had a number of things and some of the stuff that they had actually, I, I think, mirrored some of what the FBI uh, site, actually not FBI, I'm sorry, it was, um, maybe it was the FBI, but one of the other sites that I, I pulled up mirrored some of their same information. So, you know, they're being used by other sources as well as a, primary source of uh, valuable and acceptable information. Um, they also provide a number. This is also in the notes as well. Uh, it's 800-656-HOPE. And I believe it's uh, well, this national network, but I'm sure they have, uh, they reach out a little bit further than the states, but they'll probably have connecting services. But they also did a thing too, such as if people are asking for financial assistance, you know, that's a definitely a red flag there. Mm -hmm. uh, people say that personal crisis and, you know, so usually how that works out, people is to start a little relationship. They might send you, they might even send you things like card or send you messages, flowers, whatever. And then, oh, after a month or two, that's why I think the idea of kind of going out as soon as possible um, is, is a good thing to, to eliminate that prospect of, you know, I'm trying to get over on you. Still could happen, but right. eliminate the process is just online. A lot of times uh, claims to be from the United States, but currently living, working, and uh, or traveling abroad. I've, I've had that one happen. I have uh, too. I don't why everybody chooses Dubai. I don't know. Yeah, but. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people in Dubai. I'm just saying. You know, uh, so the FBI was saying point blank, uh, that's one that's definitely a red flag. Don't trust it. If you are going to date on online, try to date with somebody who's preferably in the country or, <laughs> you know, not traveling too many borders across. And some uh, of those sites, um, I only have a experience with a couple of them, but they actually allow you to check. You you really only want to see profiles right. from people in your area. Now, of course, that can be always be manipulated. Correct. Where someone can say they're from the area, but they're really not. Um, mm. Right. But it still can narrow down that field. No, it's definitely. Uh, that's yeah. So I didn't read that too. Yeah, be careful when they use other names. You know. Or, re or reappear at other names. All of a sudden, they got the same picture, a different guy, the same name, mm -hmm. a different name, rather. It's, it's kind of suspicious. Uh, give, like I said, give vague answers to specific questions, like you mentioned earlier. You know, uh, you ask questions, they're not giving you any information, uh, really, but they're getting all your information. So that's one of those flags they talked about. Mm -hmm. um, they want to know your home address. Uh, they can send you flowers or gifts, you know, kind of like catfishing, you know? Yes. Um, so I'll tell these inconsistent or grandiose stories, you know, like I'm in Dubai, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, got it. Uh, or particularly the grammar or spelling is not, you know, disjointed or mm -hmm. just seems kind of off. Another thing too, where, you know, it's someone from a foreign country, they tell you they're from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, I'm from New York. People don't always speak the way they sound, <laughs> right? you know, or sorry, they don't write the way they speak. So most cases. And I, I had an experience with one that, that told me um, he was in a certain city. He's like, oh, I had to go to the city for work. And I had to, I had to get, uh, go to this certain place in the city. And um, I'm like, I know that city well, where I'm not familiar <laughs> with that place. Where was it? And he started, well, well, it was here. And I'm like, really? Because I don't think there's anything on that street like that. Um, you know, so I started being able to pull apart his story. 
Mm. Um, but there were, you know, even much later, there were things early on in the conversation that should have been a red flag, like the fact that, you know, I would text him, like one, his text messages came in sections. So if he sent a long text message, it might come like part one of two or part hmm. three or four. And I didn't realize that at the time, but that's actually a a sign that they're probably using like a Google voice number. Yeah. And so I'm, I would get text messages like that. And then I would also maybe text him, but then I wouldn't get a text for a couple of days. And his excuse would be, Oh, I dropped my phone in water. Um, you know, this, this dude had more problems with his phone. Rice than, works. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I would get all these excuses about why I might not have heard of him, heard from him uh, for a couple of days. And, at the time, I was willing to kind of write that off. But as we talked longer, things started adding up to be more and more, just more and more flags red and flag, things that didn't flag, quite red make flag, sense. Red flag. Mm. It sounded good at the time, but as things went on, they, they just started to not add up. Well, according to the FBI, you can actually report the, uh, some of these situations. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you do, they analyze the information and... Uh, Try to put a source together and see, you know, especially if they're asking for money, which actually suggests that if someone's asking to send money through a wire, definitely mm -hmm. not to do it. Um, so they have the uh, IC3.gov, um, you know, for here in the States with, with the FBI. Now, when I'm sorry, is that up, the letters like I, the letter C, E, like ICE? Yeah, yeah, okay. well, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. India, India, Charlie, number three. Okay. So actually, I also include that in the notes as well. Mm -hmm. um, so you can report that, you know, especially if it seems like they're trying to extort money from you. you know, so that's a, a, another good one to use if you do have a problem like that. Uh, I want to start looking for stuff um, in Canada. So I think, what is the equivalent to the FBI in Canada, Megan? You know? The CSIS. Uh, CSIS. Okay. Canadian Security something, something. Yeah. And we'll start looking I can't up stuff remember. There. No worries. It it's complicated. You know, we are about our law enforcement here. We all know the names here. In <laughs> right. <laughs> we all know our peoples. You know, those we watch out for. Right. But I mean, they Especially are if you good... stay in as much trouble as George does. I know, right? What a hit list. So actually, it stands for uh, Internet Crime Compliance Center. That's where the three C's C Oh, come. well, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's what it is. And so you can contact them with information. All right, uh, so uh, Canadian Security Intelligence Service. Okay, so I'm sure that they probably have something on their sites. I'm going to start looking more in their sites before our shows when it comes to our, our stuff. Um, FBI, two of our biggest ones that you could do. Maybe ICE might even have some stuff I haven't looked, but most of our uh, alphabet agencies would have some information, uh, believe it or not. Uh, they do, do usually do have quite a bit of information. And I wouldn't even be surprised if um, the CIA's... Um, Things called CIA Notebook. They actually have a website. They actually have a page for kids too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but they do have good information, especially about the travel abroad. And if there's some stuff that's of questionable uh, concern, especially uh, with you know foreign um, you know, actors outside of you know the uh, continental uh, U.S. and North America, you know, if you're traveling abroad, you might want to look at. Uh, right. It seems that like Americans are targeted, you know, quite often. You know. They could be flaunting ourselves too much. Canadians, probably not so much. They think Canadians are American. Uh, so you guys might also be targeted uh, yeah. because people might assume that as well. Sorry, Canada. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> you know, but yeah, a lot of things to be concerned about. But the online dating process is just that the same thing you would do, like I might teach for women's self-defense. If, you know, you feel uncomfortable about the situation, don't go for it with it. If you're going to go out, uh, choose um, an off time to go out, meaning not the weekend, mm -hmm. um, not too late. Maybe right. somewhere uh, after work. Go for, yeah. you know, tell, and let people know I have an hour, two hours. Let them know the exact time that I have that I have to be home for whatever reason. You know, if they can't respect that, I got you. You having a good time. You want to go last longer, but if you actually both had a good time. You have a good time again. Exactly. So it's okay to be cautious to say the you know, first time. You know, if you have to. Take a cold shower when you get home. You'll be all right. And then, you know, go about your business. But I'd rather be, you know, safe than sorry or safe than dead. Right. Um, you know, there are situations that happen all the time. You hear about people, first dates. Um, you know, I've also, believe I've also seen that it's a good way 
for those who are sex traffickers to traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, get you on a date. You want to meet them at nine o'clock on a weekend, go party, you know, hanging out. It's great. It's, you know, you're drugged and you're somewhere you're not supposed to be. Right. You know, so you need to be careful um, and be cautious of people that you do not know. Watching and, your drink, you know, stuff it's, like that. And it's an excellent reason to to make that first date or two, um, you know, lunch or coffee or um, something simple, something short. Something public, too. Yes, very public. public, yes. public yes. Very public. Um, I actually have a friend, and, and this is certainly not a requirement, but it's it's nice that I have it as an option, you know, who's told me, hey, if you go on a date, um, we will come, you know, sit like across the restaurant and keep an eye out or, um, you know, if, if that makes you feel more comfortable. I will also, because I can't see the pictures uh, when I'm looking at profiles, I will have other people check them out. Like, hey, you know, hey, take a look at this person for me. Or, um, you know, I may use an app like Seeing AI to run the picture through, which would typically give me enough of a description mm-hmm. where if maybe I see that that same image come up again. Um, one thing that, that I noticed as a potential flag was, uh, especially on these dating sites, um, like Plenty of Fish, where they give you the option to have um, eight or 10 pictures there. When someone's putting the same photo over and over again, or variations of that same photo over and over again yeah. in those pictures, or they're putting, they're filling that profile picture area full of like memes and tech stuff um it's fine to have one or two but um when you're really feeling that more with pictures of other things than you are a picture of yourself then um that can that can be a problem yeah you're probably not that confident in yourself <laughs> you know, right i don't look like you <laughs> you know i get like it if you saying. if you only have one or two pictures but i mean honestly it's how easy is it for all of us to take selfies these days? Yeah. Um, you know, if you're really interested in going this route for dating, have a friend take some pictures for you. It's not that hard. Um, so if you know you've got six of the same picture in your profile, then I'm gonna like I'm gonna be weary of that from the start. Yeah, I got you. If you're uncomfortable with the way you look, I mean, just be truthful about it or, you know, improve your angles. That's all it is about the angles, you know, <laughs> right. you do it. You know, right. so for me, I mean, no, I, I, no I Snapchat cheat. filters, folks. Nope. No filter. Well, yeah, especially if you're a guy, you use a guy using filters, something's wrong. Women, something's should, wrong. <laughs> should be using filters if you're a woman. You, I want, cause I want to see, do you look the same in the morning as you do in your pictures? All right. <laughs> so don't be cheating me. Um, <laughs> No, and for me, <laughs> no coyotes, <laughs> no coyote shots, no. And I'm lazy, and I put pictures on there. One, I have my pictures are mostly ten years old. And I can tell you why. I look the same now as I did ten years ago, and that's no joke. Right. So I have no problem with having pictures a little bit older because it looks just like. Look at, I look at pictures like, wow, I look the same. Mm-hmm. I must be a witch. I mean, it's, <laughs> so it doesn't. We learn about you, George. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, no. I had a guy the other day. Told him I'll be fifty in March. Like. Like, you want me 50? He's like, you look good for 50. Well, thank you. I look the same as I did when I was 40. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't change the picture. Now, maybe in a couple of years, though, we'll start seeing stuff. You know? yeah. but sure. I, be- I don't I don't update my pictures that often either for, for yeah, similar reasons. Not- I really I really don't look that much different. I just honestly don't think about it. Like like my Facebook stuff, for example. Right. I, I, I typically like don't update years. my profile pictures and stuff very often because I don't think yeah. about it. Uh, I, guess I just always take pictures. I'm taking pictures, you know, of my students and maybe maybe with me with them. And I've been doing TikTok recently. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. how's that going? I only did a couple of them. I thought they uh, okay. were fun. I'm going to do a couple <laughs> more. Like I think like four. It's about it. You know, so they're funny. <laughs> it's own little club. But uh, you know, and also too, like that's yes, another site that's I don't think really been addressed when it comes to online dating. People can look at that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can be careful what you what you post. And there's another thing that you got to be cautious of. And I think I might mentioned it before: geo tracking. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you you know, if you take a picture, like say you take a selfie, swipe that picture that you just took, the the selfie, send that one because that's just a copy of the actual picture. Your geo tagging will not be associated with it. 
So you kind of lost so. me on that. What do you mean swipe okay. that picture? So so you swipe it so that you can um you know uh, you swipe it so you can take a, make a copy of it on your phone. Oh okay. Yeah. So uh, I haven't I haven't ever tried that. So yeah. Um, so hmm, you take a picture. Yeah. So my side of Android, you gotta just rub your hand across the screen and then you know click it takes a picture of the picture you just took. Oh, so basically you're screenshotting. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So, you make, so you know, that, yeah. So that would be a little bit different uh, with an iPhone where you hmm. would uh, actually need to press your lock screen button and your volume up button at the same time to take a screenshot. Um, if you're using iPhone, 10, iPhone 10 or up, you know, if you're using iPhone uh, 8 or lower, then you're going to press that home button and the lock screen button at the same time. Yeah, so the Android now either the same you, you swing, you, know, you swipe over the screen or you click the two buttons at the same time. So you have those two options. But mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, it just takes a picture, your geo uh, tag that would be on your picture telling your um, your uh, longitude, longitude and latitude mm -hmm. location will not appear mm -hmm. on it. So if you are going to take picture, probably the best ones to, uh, to post on your, your social media mm -hmm. so people can't track you. Um, same thing can be done by the person who may be trying to, you know, you know victimize you. So uh, the pictures look like, look like glamour shots. Probably are someone else's glamour shots. Right. You know, so something to be aware of as well. And it's, it's sad that, you know, shows like catfishing and stuff, mm. that there's so much of that out there that they, mm. they've actually got enough material to make a show about it. It's, <laughs> it's highly disturbing. And, and that people still do a, a it. A bit discouraging. Yeah, 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 and that people still do it. Yeah. Um, it's, it can be discouraging and overwhelming. And, um, you know, it, when I first started doing it, it was not catfishing, online dating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it it was a lot at first, and I thought, wow, this is this is a lot to keep up with. And mm -hmm. so it can get overwhelming, but you have to just kind of know from the start, have a plan from the start. And and we've emphasized that enough yeah. in all of our shows that it's if you can have a plan going into anything. Um, yeah, maybe it takes away a little bit from the spontaneity, but mm -hmm. it's also going to make you look more prepared for what you're yeah. facing and, and do a little bit of research into different dating sites. Some of them are better than others. Like you said, paid sites, you're going to have less people trying to scam people on those sites because they do have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. um, it's not entirely true, but I mean, right. it's, it helps, but it's, it's not going to stop them all. Mm -hmm. Um doing a little bit of research into which ones may be um, a little more reputable. Um, I know right. plenty of fish match and okay. Cupid are all owned by the same company, but they're very also very different sites. If you, yeah. if you go to each one, um, one, some of them are a little more geared toward hooking up, <laughs> hooking up tender. Um, I'm sure others are too, but some of them are a little more geared toward that. Some of them are a little more geared toward people looking to have conversations. Some of them are a little more geared to people really wanting to meet pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so finding that information and, and taking that time to do some researches. You mean, you mean the sites that say there's, a, there's women in between 30 and 50 years old in your area that want to have sex? Those sites right there? <laughs> yeah, those. Those, <laughs> those ones you need to watch out for? Like, really? Like, how do they know my age bracket? You know, so like, I think I might check oh this out, you know? So yeah, things you need to be wary of. No, you're absolutely right uh, about that. You know, as we said, more sites that are more reputable that you usually have to pay for. Most of the time will probably be better sites to go on if you're serious about it. If you're very casual, there's other sites we're not going to say, hey, this is the best one for, no. No, definitely not. Go figure those out on your own. Uh, if you were serious about, about having a relationship with somebody, um, it, you know, you might have to put a little more effort into it. And having a plan, you need to have a plan. And the plan, it could, it could be this, we have the same plan, you know, your operation procedures, as you called it in the military, uh, your same plan. You know, when you go out with someone new, whether you meet them online or in person, like I said, weekday, afternoon, or even on the weekends earlier, you know, um, Sunday, fun day. Uh, it starts early. Um, maybe doing a Saturday afternoon, whatever. But set yourself up a plan. Uh, set yourself a, a set time. Tell people that you're going. Take your own transportation. It's Uber, it's Lyft, it's whatever else. There's no reason why you can't get from point A to point B unless you live out in the sticks. Right. You know, get your friend to drop you off. Whatever. Um, you know, have your gang ready <laughs> to help you, assist you. <laughs> Let people know where you're going, who you're going with. 
have them sit there, have them give you a call, you know, two hours after about that time. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I go, oh, you know, if you're not, you know, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the code word for evacuation? You know, right. The rain has fallen, you know, okay, cool. We'll come get you, whatever <laughs> it is you have to do. But mm-hmm. if you follow the same basic procedure and plan, you don't have to think about it. Right. It's just what you do. And you'll start noticing if you do a lot of dating and follow these same procedures, you'll start seeing the red flags every time. Same, they will do the same thing. Oh, well, oh, you know, I'm the guy. I should pick you up. Oh, I just told you. I will get, meet you there. Mm-hmm. And they have a problem with it? That's a problem. No, let me take you home. Nope. I have a ride getting back. So, you know, you said before, before, during, and after, you need to have your program set and what makes you comfortable. And the more you do it, the more natural it becomes. Absolutely. You don't have to think about it. It's just what you do. Um, and if you have, you know, daughters or sons, even nieces, nephews, you know, aunts and uncles, let them know about these these things and th- talk to them about them. Just have a casual conversation. It doesn't need to be in detail. Plan A, Plan B. But no, just have an idea how you want how you think they should do it and how they would want to execute it. The more FBI information I was looking up, uh, Valentine's Day, you know, in February, is a key. Know, uh, time for criminals to use these sites mm-hmm. and their, their target market, you know, it's particularly women uh, in their forties and over who are divorced, widowed, and some who may be disabled. This is their targeted market. They're going for that lonely heart. And, you know, that's when, you know, you need to be the most, you know, cautious of this type of, this type of stuff happening on younger women, not so much because, you know, they can have the, you know, who, Whatever they want, just just about until you get older and realize hey, don't, it's not that easy anymore, huh? You know. <laughs> so, and the same thing for guys. You have guys who are vulnerable, guys who don't get out much, maybe who recently divorced, who's been you know same person for most of their life. You know, getting out there and maybe have some more more financially secure. You know, they had those other sites too. You have the uh, sugar daddy and kitten sites. I'm sure, you guys are familiar with those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I visit those all the time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, kitten. Go ahead, kitten. Do your thing. You know? <laughs> no. No. I, I, know, I know some girls, that, young girls that I know that, you know, I've worked with or I know from, from out, you know, I go out quite a bit, you know, joking around, like, I should be a kitten. Like, really? Seriously? You want to be a kitten? <laughs> you know? Like, no, I had no interest in being a kitten, a cougar, um, yeah. any of that stuff. So, well, cougars are um, more predatorial. So, like, you know, <laughs> so that's a little different. That's a, the sites for that, too. You know, uh, you want to be a male gigolo? You can do that, too. It, it's <laughs> Y2K all day. You know, you can do that stuff. So, a lot of sites out there. But whatever site that you use, you have to be cautious. That's it. Uh, not to be scared about it, but just, you know, I was once told common sense is not relative. You have to learn it. Yes. You know, you have to learn it. People just think it's, oh, everyone, no, not everyone knows these things. If you've never dated anyone before, or you're like a long lasting relationship and just divorced, this is new to you. Because mm-hmm. probably the time, especially if you're in your, your 30s and 40s, online dating was either new or not a thing. Not a thing, yeah. You know, so now you have to, you know, navigate through this thing that's become somewhat normal. Uh, you know, before it first came, oh, years ago, it was like, oh, online dating, huh? Now it's like, oh, okay, cool, online dating, cool. There have been many successful relationships that have developed from online dating. And there are many more that are not. Yes. You and know, I, so. you know, I definitely know people who have, have had successful online dating um jason was planning to be here today to talk about his experience with that because that's how he and his girlfriend met and um you know i've had other friends who have had a lot of success with it as far as finding their spouse and and that's great um and so it does work for some people but there's definitely a lot out there that to be wary of and and that's true anywhere i mean even if so you know we focused on online dating today but even just dating in general yeah you're you're more likely you're less likely to have to worry about a scam because you're meeting somebody in person initially um but there's still plenty to be cautious of when you're meeting somebody from the first time whether you start dating after you've met somebody or you mm-hmm. you start building a relationship before you ever meet them in person through an online site those same cautions apply because you don't know that person. So unless you've, you know, met them through friends um, who 
who are, can vouch for them or know them well enough, um, mm -hmm. you know, meeting any stranger is always something to be wary of. No, very true. Actually, my research, you mentioned something about um, if you're in a bar, a restaurant, and you feel uncomfortable in a bad situation to let, like, you know, the, those the workers, those that work there, you know, the bouncer could be mm -hmm. the bartender or waiter or whatever. And so uh, almost, almost two years ago, I read an article about something called an angel shot. And start, I think it's, I can't remember where it started at, but I know Florida were doing it. So what it is is simply there's three types of shots you can request. You ask for an angel shot. Uh, you can ask for it um, uh, on, the, on the rocks. You can ask for it with a lemon or a lime, whatever the little sequence was. And so what it was, the first one was that could someone, uh, you ask for a limit, um, angel shot, the staff would know you wanted to be escorted, you know, uh, outside the place. Maybe you're on a bad date or felt really uncomfortable or guys bothering you. So they walk you out uh, without the guy knowing. The second one where it's on the rocks would be, um, could they walk you to your car or, or call you a cab? The third one uh, with the limit or the lime in it was, can they call the police or that you needed some help? Mm -hmm. So I actually had some signs made up and the local company uh, was called, uh, give me a plug uh, for my card.com. They gave me some free ones and I was able to distribute it to some of the bars and clubs here in the Savannah, Georgia area uh, for free, you know, right before our biggest weekend, uh, start of the, our tourist season, which is uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend, which is probably one of the third, top three to four St. Patrick's Day weekends in the United States. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and actually, actually news covered uh, the story on that a little bit later, but it was something I thought was necessary. It's because somebody needed some assistance. Um, and so, you know, that's one way of, of doing it. And the other place I might call it something different, you know, so you put the signs up in the women's room. So, but asking for assistance, don't be afraid to ask. I also read an article um, that sort of related to that a few days ago, actually, where if somebody, you know, you, somebody you don't actually know comes up to you on the street and goes, hey, you know, how are you doing? You yep. know, how is your mom and dad? Just roll with it because they're probably trying to just get out of a sticky situation, possibly. So, like, there was a lady who came up to this kid, it's like, hey, you know, how you doing? How are your parents? Then blah, 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 blah. And kind of, you know, hugged him, whispered in his, this kid's ear, said, you know, I'm in a bad situation. I'm just trying to get away from it. Um, right. It was like this teenage boy or something in this situation. So that's also another thing that I found kind of like cool, like, hey, you know, that could be an option and just roll with it sometimes i, I like that one only, only thing is now you involve someone else in your situation who may not be able to right control that's the, situation. the only thing i don't like about you it know. either so yeah so i mean if it's somebody but the thing is how do you know that person is just as good or bad as the other one now me i'm different people you know i have people just ask me directions all the time i just look like i, I know and i'm friendly uh, <laughs> so and um in my mind i'm thinking i'm probably one of the most dangerous people in the room but i am not at all you know Despite 21 years in the Army, doing martial arts, growing up in the South Bronx, I'm not very dangerous, <laughs> but my resume would tell you otherwise. But I am friendly and approachable, but you never know who you're approaching. Right. right. No, you, you don't. don't. So I do like that one. So maybe to streamline that more, maybe going into a store. Right. You no, know, because um, they, they probably have access to call the police indis you know, indiscriminately. Right. Uh, they could do that. Um, just outside randomly, you know, a little bit different, but maybe in a restaurant, you know, hey, can I use the bathroom? And by the way, hey, can I get some help? You know, somewhere it's public. Yeah. Or people around. And they'd probably be more prone to help you than some stranger on the street who might be scared. Right. You know, yeah. so that was just I, what I saw in the article. Yeah. I, I've heard that before, but I'm just like, just kind of like, right. Just kind of make it a little bit, tweak a little bit better for our listeners. Um, you know, just kind of think it out. But the idea of going to somebody in general, target the individual I hate using that word but you know target who you're going to go to you know but that's probably your plan if i'm going out you know you know i'm in a bad situation i get stuck out there i don't know anybody what can i do i can go to somebody so, if you th so part of our plan is thinking about that process of what you can do to incorporate someone who could probably assist you without any major uh, disruptions yeah and it's um especially if you frequent places um like i know when i lived in birmingham i um, frequently went to the same bar 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just Friday night, listen to music. But I got to know the staff yeah. really well. I spent a lot of time talking to the staff. And so at any point, I felt comfortable asking them, hey, could you walk out with me? Or, you know, even if they saw a situation where they felt like they needed, you know, if I was ready to leave, that they were going to walk out with me. Um, well, that's true. Yeah, that's like that. any time that you can get to know people, and especially in a public situation like that, where you know those people are going to keep an eye out on you or have your back, um, especially if they know what's going on. And if you feel really comfortable with them, um, you could go in ahead of time and say, hey, look, I, I've got a date tonight, never met this person. Could you just glance our way every once in a while or walk by every once in a while and check on things? That would be helpful. Great idea. You know, and this, I like that even more because like I said, if you, you pick the place that you're going to go to, you get there yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, if you know the staff there, a place that they don't need to know that you know people there. Exactly. So pick a place that you probably do know well enough and they'll get there maybe a little earlier or, you know, for me, a lot of places that I go to, I get to know the staff there well enough that, you know, become Facebook friends and all that stuff. And like, Hey, I want to be there tonight. Can you, are you going working? Are you working there tonight? I want to be on a date. Can you just keep an eye out? Cause I don't mm-hmm. know if they're, you know, the random stranger going to try to abduct me, you know, women will do that too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but just do something of that nature. So yeah, so let's incorporate as many people as possible. So go right back into their, that plan that we talked about. Yeah. You know? I mean, I have a, a restaurant here that um, I frequent with friends quite a bit. And so yeah. the last time I went on a date, I suggested it as a place to go. And um, it fortunately, it turned out that, you know, as we talked, we discovered that it was one of his favorite places to eat, too. So it was very easy to say, let's meet there. But I made sure I got there early. Mm-hmm. And when I went in, talked to the staff, just said, hey, I'm on a date, you know, never met this guy before. Even if you don't want to come right out and ask them, mm. could you keep an eye on you? Uh, could they keep an eye on you? Say, hey, you know, I'm it's just a casual conversation. Oh, I'm on a date tonight. It's the first time I'm meeting this person. I'm a little nervous. That it might be enough to give them an indication that I'm just going to keep an eye out on this person. Yeah. See, I'd go in your absolutely done that a lot. Um, I- at my job because there's been people who come in on first dates quite often mm-hmm. you can tell and, oh yeah you can tell for sure. <laughs> date. Oh, i can tell good luck man yeah <laughs> I, I walk but, yeah like i can tell if somebody's nervous like and you know i can tell usually that it is a first date and sometimes somebody will just outright you know tell me you know this is our first date and i'll go okay cool and i will Honestly, keep a closer eye on people. Yeah, see, I'd walk in there like, hey, look, she's, she might be shady. Y'all need to watch me. <laughs> Don't, not sure if I trust her. Um, <laughs> I can totally see you doing that. Well, because well, it's going to lead me to my right? next question was, okay. <laughs> how do you feel, how do you feel that, that it might be different uh, as a guy going out on a date like this, uh, having a, a blind date, you know, from a, meeting someone online? How do you feel that that might be different? The, the only thing for guys are not worried about being abducted. Really not. Could it happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could happen. But sure. guys, are not wor- no, guys are not normally worried about that. Now, women are more worried about things of that nature, and it's understandable. Um, our, ours is that, you know, we make a connection. Would you like me? Will I be attracted to her? I mean, things, guys are more visu- visual. You know, mm-hmm. we, before that, or, you know, that's how we operate. Or, you know, but women are more to the point where having a conversation with a person to know them mentally is, is, is different than guys kind of fall to the mental at point afterwards. So, yeah, it's not that, that big of a deal, per se, but you had those girls that may be a little over the top. The one that wants to drink too much gets a little too crazy. And, you know, now you're there babysitting the shit. Like, what do I do with you know? this now? Yeah, what do I do now? <laughs> or maybe she's like a little like over the, like a little more. I actually went on a date with someone and didn't, it didn't end very well, uh, you know. And I, she was very much in sports. I wasn't, and you know, she was kind of like, I, like, um, I think she was off her meds. And wow. <laughs> so just like, uh, you know, it's like we had been out drinking. So like, well, the couch is here, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how in the situation ended up. Uh, but you know, it felt uncomfortable. So yeah, you can be an uncomfortable situation where it's like, well, she like stabbed me in my sleep, you know, wow. <laughs> you know, mm. So yes, it can be. So I'm uh, guessing there probably wasn't a second date on that. Oh one. no, 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 it wasn't a second call or nothing, uh, which is fine. I mean, that I've only had yeah. to happen. Uh, it's probably one of the first, only one time that happened uh, where I was uncomfortable. Well, that's. Uh, 
But yeah, but still to the point, it's like you may get that one individual, just like a guy could have their own issues and bring it to the, to the date. Uh, maybe they're a little more demanding than you expected. Maybe a little more outgoing than you expected. You know, um, so maybe just a bad drunk if you're out drinking. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Make scenes, embarrass you, especially if you're somewhere where people know you. And so how do you get yourself out of that? You, you know, guys don't like to punk out. <laughs> you know, like I'm leaving. Girls will right. leave. Guys, you know, it's nah, kind of like, they're going to tough it out. Tough it out, you know, yeah. and sometimes it's fun to see how far can I get? She may be crazy, but, you know, so it can be part of that. But if you're like, you know, if you're serious about it, you will also do the same thing where, hey, I got a couple of hours. Let my friends know, hey, I'm meeting this girl. I'm not sure mm-hmm. she's crazy or not. You know, the same thing, girl. I'm not sure, sure, not sure this guy's crazy or not. Same, same mentality should be applied to it. I think also it depends on the type of energy you go into the date with. If mm-hmm. you go in with negative energy, you might have a negative experience. Right. So if you go in, you're like, ah, that's probably not going to work out. You know, for me, I talk to people the same way I talk to people I've known forever. Mm-hmm. And every friend's like, well, that's kind of fake. No, it's not fake. I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. By having an you know, ongoing conversation, a lively conversation, just talking to you like, you know, like I've known you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get to know people better because they're more relaxed. You know, I, I, got that, I got that idea from my mom. She talks, I can put her phone with you girl, like guys right now. You talk to her like, whoa, like, have you met before? You know, right. makes people feel comfortable. But go with that type of energy. And that might have a total bearing on your and the situation overall it might lead to a second date and you know worst case scenario you can be best of friends mm-hmm. you know so it doesn't have to always end with a type of a romance thing that's probably your, your end game but it doesn't always you might meet somebody you have something in common with maybe a, a business connection or you know maybe an organization connection you know so it all depends on the attitude you go into the situation with but you should apply the same rules as a male as you do for a female in my opinion yeah, well, you can't I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, you might approach mm-hmm. things differently, but I think having at least that mindset of of caution and things to look mm-hmm. out for is is definitely a good idea, no matter who you are. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way as I told someone the other day. I'm I'm really kind of what you see is what you get. I'm not mm-hmm. going to change. No, I'm not going to change who I am, even initially, to try to impress somebody. I'm going to be who I am. And you either you either like it or you don't. And if you know, if I if I have an evening where I've spent I've had dinner with somebody or coffee with somebody who is just interesting and and interesting to talk to, and nothing further comes out of that, well, then I just had a good coffee with somebody. Um, yeah. And you know, potentially made a new friend. Or um, it doesn't, like you said, have to always end in a romantic relationship but mm-hmm. it's um never hurts to get to know people nothing wrong with that you never should feel uh like you owe anybody anything if they if they offer to take you out and to buy lunch coffee dinner whatever you don't owe them anything no you don't uh, that's a very guys, good point to make some guys make make feel that you owe them anything i mean over the years i've, I've sent free drinks to girls that were just at the bar by themselves they made a couple mm-hmm. uh and just to do it you know, yeah. they, they, they didn't have a nice conversation and went about our way, whatever. It's just, you know, for whatever reason. But I didn't expect anything. Right. And there are some individuals who are not mature enough that, you know, I'm spending money, you know, you better be doing something. No. But the, the, the feeling that you get, the vibe that you get from the person is, is critical. And ha- having, having an understanding, too. We're going Dutch. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll buy my own stuff, whatever. Okay, cool. Um, I've learned over the years that if the woman is comfortable with the situation, you know, it's probably a return date, simple as that, or some type of, you know, connection. You make them feel uncomfortable about everything or little things. They look, I think women look for red flags when they go out because, you know, it's being safety cautious, but uh, right. you need to look for those red flags. Okay. You know, like, like I said, it starts from the very beginning. Hey, we met online and stuff like that. Hey, I like to go out with you. Let's uh, go to a certain place. I want to go to McDonald's. Like, no, I like Burger King. Okay. <laughs> She wants to go to Burger King. We'll, uh, we'll go to Burger King. Which Burger King um, you like to go to? All right. Well, I can pick you up. No, I'd rather drive. No problem. You drive there. I can meet you there. What's a good mm-hmm. time that we want to meet? I mean, okay. Uh, I was, let's go after work. I'm already down that area on a Tuesday night at about 530. Uh, what about six? Okay, cool. Six. Yeah. I was like, well, six. I only got a couple of hours. Okay. You tell her, no problem. I, you know, I can do a couple of hours or whatever. And you go there to Burger King, you know, at six at location that she prescribes. 
And, you know, she rides there by herself. She rides home by herself. And if you had a great time and whatever and walked around and whatever, you know, reconnect as well. I'd like to go out with you again. How would that sound? I don't think we should go out again. Well, okay. Well, it was good meeting you. Right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you know that's an easy date. I mean, in the, in the, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, you get the vibe. You don't feel comfortable there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and women, but the thing is, it's hard for men because women are always looking for that red flag. It can right. be one thing that they equate from a previous relationship that's now projected onto you, you know, because you, may, you talked about maybe a scenario and now you think that's how you are about everything. I know? will fully admit, you know, pretty, pretty early on in the conversation. Yeah, I'm a bit paranoid. Yeah. I'm not going to oh, yeah. give you my address and I'm not going to, and I'll tell them that up front. I'm not going to give you my, that information right now. We're going to have to get to know each other a little bit better before you get that. Yes, it's paranoid, but it's what it is. Yeah, it's, I'm really paranoid it. about that sort of stuff. And, you know, ladies, let me say, it's not paranoid. It's not paranoid. It's, it's being cautious. There's a difference. Paranoid is when you're looking over your shoulder, you're scared of every single thing. Cautious okay. is when, you know, you're taking, and my, this is my opinion from t- teaching women self-defense. I had to rethink certain things as a male teaching women how to defend themselves against males. <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing, it's never your fault for what happens, uh, what someone does to you by force. Mm-hmm. It's never your fault. Uh, and I, I, t- I t- say it to any woman that I teach, it's never your fault that someone decided they were going to force themselves on you. I don't care how you were dressed or what you said. When you say no, no means no. So that's never, never any woman's fault. That's one. Two, like I said, gut feeling. If you feel something odd, uh, it's odd, go with it. You know, and the third thing is always be on guard to protect yourself because you care more about yourself than that person does about you. That's and a good point. So it's not being paranoid. So I can see where it can be confused as such, but that's a psychological term, which involves a lot of different, you know, check marks. And, you know, if you're walking on the street, paranoid, looking over your shoulder, every time you're walking and, you know, every person you talk to and you're scared, that could be it. All right. Usually paranoid, schizophrenia goes together. Uh, I think in most cases, not all, but just being cautious of your situation because, you know, you want to, you don't know the person and that's with anything you do in life. Someone calls you on the phone, you don't know. Asking, hey, I got a deal for you. Number one vacuum cleaner. Who the heck are you? You know, <laughs> you're not paranoid. You're cautious. I, as the male, I've done it where just walking by, I walk, you know, see people doing weird stuff. Like one night I was walking back to my car. I see a guy lurking behind, you know, mailboxes, sides of corner. Like what the, it was obvious to me because I, I've trained my mind over the years to notice things like that. And a girl was walking. So as she walked further, like about maybe half like less than half a block away he would inch up to like another place mm-hmm. like it's like a, it's not you doing an army you go from one point to another to get right. cover right and i walked i took my belt off i didn't have a knife or nothing so i took my belt off because <laughs> i'm about to you know roll it up and smack him in the face <laughs> I, I find weapons i find weapons hey you I, use what you got yeah i use what i got my pants about to fall down but i mean <laughs> i don't i'm not that guy that walk, walks around with my pants hanging now so i'm not used to that but i pulled off and you know, hanging on you know, for a little bit. And I go, that's, you know, a young lady go, do you know that guy? She goes, got a little indignant. Well, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Like, okay, I'm just asking. He was kind of creeping around. Right. But I mean, it might, it might have been playing, but I didn't know that. Sure. I, she's walking by herself, like maybe had an argument and he was just like trying to play it off. And, but he was creeping around things. Mm-hmm. You're paranoid, being cautious, but I was right. He was following her. Right. Happened to be. He was acting suspicious. Acting suspicious. Yeah. All right. He's walking down the street. He's not suspicious, but lurking around mailboxes and corners and like playing like an I spy. That's right. kind of suspicious. Yeah. All right. So definitely. Yeah. It wasn't being paranoid, but being, you know, being cautious of the situation that you're in. And that's it. Just being, being aware of your, your uh, the events of your surroundings, not just surroundings. Yeah. I know, I know that, you know, the sky's blue, the building's black, whatever. <laughs> I know that. So I'm already aware of my surroundings. I'm saying step up, step down, there's a light, you know. But am I aware of what's going on in my environment? Right. Just being cautious. So that's why I said there's a difference between cautious and being paranoid. And you should be cautious on anything you do that's involving people you do not know. Great way to wrap this show up. So we are going to go ahead and, and get ready to sign off of another great show. Um, Megan, you got any final comments? Anything, any thoughts? We may or may not have lost Megan. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, so guess she doesn't give any final thoughts today. <laughs> but I, I, you know, certainly had my own experiences with this and, and have learned things 
on my own. You know, I did start with a plan of this is how I'm going to handle this and approach this. But uh, I had a big learning curve too. Um, it had been a long time since I've dated and had a lot to learn about this. So um, I appreciate, uh, yep, she just left. Um, so must have lost her internet. But it's so much good information out there and, and ways to, to get that information. And we'll certainly add all that to the show notes and uh, get that out there for y'all. And um, looking forward to another great show next month. These have been really going well. So um, we would love to hear from everyone. Uh, you can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. And uh, if you have any comments, concerns, or just some things you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know. And with that, we will see y'all next month. All right, everybody. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.